0: Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the pop culture.
1: I want my MTV. I want my MTV.
0: The lingo. 30 inches of thigh slapping, blood pump, and nuclear brain damage.
1: And the love. Casey, could you please play Waiting for a Girl Like You? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, with TampaBay.com. And today, another episode of 80s News Now. (pause)
2: Applause, applause, applause.
1: With me, as always, he's the Simon LeBond to my John Taylor.
0: Oh, not bad.
1: Really? You want to be Simon? You love the wristband. (laughs) Sean loves the wristband. Time's pop music critic, Sean Daly.
0: You know, um, it's funny. Like, Simon LeBond, yes, the 007 of uh, 80s pop music however john
1: taylor was considered the most beautiful man in the world you know i'm more roger taylor <laughs> actually no i'm more like larry taylor
0: <laughs> oh, the larry uh the guy, you are kind of roger taylor
1: i you know? am roger i'm sullen so i'm in the background
0: yeah yeah you live on your farm and you garden until it's time to go back on tour with Duran Duran. is that what he does yeah
1: before we get into all that are you ready for today's first news item yes Duran Duran has a new album out. It's called All You Need Is Now. And with Sean Daly's help, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Good album, bad album, or dare I say, a classic. Sean Daly, have you ever had the chance to interview Duran Duran? Shut
0: up. It was great. It was one of my greatest interviews. I was uh, the music critic for the Washington Post, and they, I took a train to New York for the Astronaut album. What is that? Maybe uh, 04, 05? 04. Um And uh Yeah. And I knew I was interviewing Duran Duran. I didn't know I'd be interviewing them on this big conference table at the very top of the Sony building in Manhattan. And this room was just windows all around. So you saw this panoramic vista of the Big Apple. And it was tremendous. And I've told this story myriad times. Shut up. But each (laughs) one played their part exactly. John Taylor was very – was nice but very cocky. Uh, referencing his own beauty and the beauty of the you know the women around him, uh, Laban was would give a good like what he thought was a thinky answer. Then he'd like leave, and then he'd come back and leave. You know, Nick Rhodes was the nicest guy in the world. He sat to my left. You know, Roger was very quiet. Um, it was great. It was uh, you know it was. Um
1: you've done you've done dozens, hundreds of interviews now. Where 100%. does that one rank in terms of like? importance in terms of intimidation and the Can whole Can I say yards. something
0: with that? It actually kind of gets me a little emotional when I say it. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask him is as I, I was about to have, or I guess I just, uh, Ava was just born, my, my, uh, my first daughter, and... Um, uh, I really, you know, you, you, when you have a baby, you think about what kind of father you're going to be. And all the guys in Duran Duran were fathers. And uh, my first question to kind of, you know, to kind of show them that I, I put some thought into this, I'm not going to ask the typical stuff. My first question is Do you have some father advice for me? And uh, I can't remember what everyone said, but John Taylor said, You should always dance with your daughters. And I just. Um Uh, it's beautiful and to this very day i'm not kidding i'm being very sincere here when my kids want to you know if i'm tired but but my kids want to dance or they want to play i think about john taylor saying you should always dance with your daughters and uh, you know it's worked so far. I think, gonna, I think I'm a good dad. Please don't guy. cry. No, I'm getting a little misty I, I cry. You don't cry. I, I'm getting a little misty because if if I cry, you're gonna lose your shit. Oh yeah. You will. You would oh, totally yeah. like ball if I yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you should always dance with your daughters. And so I, it was obviously that interview. I can't remember what they said about the music they made. And but um, I and I led that in the in the article I wrote for the post. I, I opened with that.
1: Here's another question I have. Um, sure. I know we've done we've done like two or three shows now, on Duran Duran, and we always find a new way of tackling them. And, and before we've also we did a show about when Journey came out with a new album. We did we did a show about the Journey album. And one of the things you said to me was, Steve Spears, in your world, in your eighties centric world, it's important to you that Journey remains relevant. And and it was an interesting observation. I think though. That in our collective 80s world, it's important that Duran Duran remains relevant.
0: And I think they have. I, I reviewed the new album, All You Need Is Now. And uh, I, my lead was that despite the fact that Duran Duran was born in that decade of ephemeral haircuts and MTV sheen, basically celebrating the now and not worrying about what comes next, they've uh, persisted. They've lasted. And I think that – a few, uh, I said, hey, Duran Duran still matters. And I had a few readers say, no, they don't. You know, they're, they're an 80s joke, but I really think that Duran Duran still generates a certain excitement, um, a rabid excitement, not just in twice divorced women, but everybody. You know, and I listened to this album and uh, I loved it, gave it a B, you know, uh, and I really thought it, it, it wasn't just a throwback record. It's not like they were trying to sound like they used to, they were sounding like Duran Duran. You know, they sound like the Random It's a great album because of that. 2007, they came out with Red Carpet Massacre, and uh, the producer was Timbaland, the hip hop beat maker. Justin Timberlake showed up, and they tried to make this kind of, you know, 21st century club record, and the thing was a disaster, you know? However, this new album, All You Need Is Now, is produced by Mark Ronson, who's kind of this neo retro guy and uh, yeah, I just think it's fantastic and it's still danceable it's still sexy as heck you know but uh, it also goes back to what they did very very well you know and these guys celebrate a certain vaingloriousness but it's kind of what Lady Gaga does now and whether Gaga's around 30 years later I don't know you would say no I, I might say no but you know we'll have to see if we're still alive, <laughs> I uh, but I think with Duran Duran that they just they're the they first of all they were first of all a rock band you know for a sexy and Nick Rhodes like you know those robo sexual sense they were always a rock band and uh, Mark Ronson just found that really nice balance between you know their beauty this ridiculous Playboy beauty and but also um, that they could bring it you know
1: do you think um, would this album be better if it had the contributions of Andy Taylor back on guitar.
0: I like the prickly guitar parts. My apologies to to Duran Duran Nation out there. and I'm uh, I'm not sure who plays the guitar parts on this, but I I thought there was guitar on there. I mean, this album has swagger. This album has a lot of swagger to it. um, And, yeah, I mean, it's nice to have a fully formed unit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I said unit. Uh, I mean, you and I, you know, is it still a show, you know, without either one of us? Cricket, cricket, it is with you. (laughs) No one would care if I left. No, I'm very sensitive. Even, uh, please
1: don't. Please don't.
0: Uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so, uh, what would you think of the record?
1: You know, it's it's funny. I wanted to love it. I really did. I wanted to feel about it the way I felt about their albums in the '80s. You know, all of which I still own. But I, I find myself really having a hard time wanting to hear any particular song over and over again. Oh, and see, I, think, I have
0: some favorites on there,
1: and I, I like them. Don't get me wrong, I, I like them.
0: Were you surprised? You and I sit together now. We sit side by side, Yeah, often holding hands and other extremities. When I turned to you and said, oh my God, I love this Love this album, were you surprised? No,
1: no, because I, I think I've kind of developed a, a feeling for what you're going to like and what you're not going to like. I mean, Let's
0: be honest. I, I rip stuff. I, rip yeah. stuff. I, I, I take shots at stuff. I don't think I have a reputation as being a soft review. But no. Sometimes I get really, and I'll, I'll admit, like the art of the review, the critique, it's an emotional thing, too. Uh, and so this really, it brought me back, but I also thought it was very contemporary. I'm a huge Mark Ronson fan. Mark Ronson's worked with you know, Lily Allen, Amy Winehouse. He, he remixed the Dylan tune. He has his own stuff. And I love his albums. I love his touch. Uh, so I was kind of excited about that. It was a brilliant uh, matchup, Duran Duran and Mark Ronson. Uh, but the songs like Being Followed, I love being followed. Uh, You got the Nick Rhodes uh, keyboard, keyboard burbles. But Simon Lebon, I think, has sounded better than he has in a while. Can we hear some of that? So LeBond sounds great. People are saying there's a little pitch tuning going on. I think LeBond ha- hasn't sounded this James Bondy and sexy and real like him in a long time.
1: I was going to say, if anything, this song reminds me of a James Bond theme song. Yeah. And I hate, by the way, and I'm on the record, uh, View to a Kill. And I know that was like their most popular tune. Can't, I can't stand it to this day. They still, It still makes their concert set list i would rather hear being followed which i think is a better bond theme song and a good name for a movie by the way um, better than quantum of solace and
0: uh, Bon's just great on this record and also another one a really really sexy cut is uh leave a light on which uh they were always a great makeout band too you know the girls the woman you were with wanted to be with simon Le Bon, but hey second choice was you so it still worked so uh, let's listen to leave a light on
1: You know what I, I feel like strains of Save a Prayer in there, that's fine. And, and sure. you know what? I like that. I like that there's this, there's several songs in this album where you hear the old, you hear like like just whispers of the old tunes in there. And I can hear Save a Prayer in this song somewhere.
0: Duran you know, Duran always thought they were probably more conceptual, you know, th- th- than they were. You know, I mean, there was a lot of just like groinal oomph to their stuff. That's when they did well. Like,
1: I don't think so. No, I I I don't, I don't think the groinal oomph came to like the late 80s. And that, by that point, they were starting to become irrelevant. I think the beginning Duran Duran was more intelligent and poppy and stuff like that. I don't think it had anything to do with the groin. Mm. I can't believe we're talking about the groin this much. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. It's not good. Shocking. Shocking. Move along.
1: Move along. Uh, but also
0: another thing Mark Ronson does, and I want to say, I can't remember this ever happening, is Ronson gets two female guests in uh, Scissor Sisters animatronic and hip-hopper Kalise who I really really uh like and it was just kind of interesting to bring women into it for so long Duran Duran has been you know addressing women but not really you know. Well,
1: you see, you hear them in pieces like, what was it, The Reflex and Come Undone? Oh,
0: The um, Reflex has the, the background
1: singers, Right, you though. have background singers a lot.
0: Well, I just love it. And there's a song on here called The Man Who Stole a Leopard, and I know you like that song, too. And it really just spreads out. I mean, it's wild. It's one of these headphone songs. Listen to yeah. with the headphones on. Let's listen to The Man Who Stole a Leopard.
1: Listen carefully, and in this song, you will hear the the notes of the chauffeur. hear it, it's I do. really obvious. Wow, wow, wow. I wonder if they did that on purpose. I don't know. I mean, at some point as a band, or as a songwriter, do you run out of ideas and you go back Oh, and
0: no, it? no. I think there was... Uh, yeah. I, you know, I don't think...
1: I'm not what, saying they ran out of ideas. I think it was kind of a tip of the cap.
0: And I think that Ronson came in, and the guys came in, they kind of wanted to do that, yeah, about, without like... Sampling themselves, but why not have that? I think it's a totally unique original album. Right. I mean, the
1: chauffeur know? is off of uh, 1982's Rio album, and a lot of people have said that that all you need is now is basically the, the sequel, which is a silly name for it, yeah. the sequel to Rio. But I think it kind of it almost sounds like the B sides of Rio, if you ask me.
0: Now, some of your uh, readers on the blog, Stuck in the 80s blog, and on Facebook, you guys you guys know a little thing about ranking, where this ranks. Yeah, a lot I ask of people, people are excited about right, it. Right.
1: Tell me where this ranks in the top... In, if you had to rank the top five Duran uh, Duran albums, where does this rank? What'd they say?
0: I hear a few comments. Uh, Sean Connie... Said honestly, the studio work on All You Need Is Now kind of makes the voices sound a little over overly tuned. That may be too critical, I'm not saying that it doesn't sound good. It's just that at times it almost sounds like a different band. I like the new album. It's easily the best album in many many years. Oh, I think this is very much a Duran Duran Yeah, Durant. I, 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 I don't I was, think there's no. any you know yeah any chance you're gonna think this the is the same else nonsensical
1: Durant. lyrics that you that we come oh, to yeah, love. Oh yeah,
0: the dumb. Silly you know what's stuff. funny?
1: I thought about this in a way to work today. Listening to any Duran Duran album, especially the early stuff, uh, I mean, Simon LeBond's lyrics never make any sense to me. This is as close as you can get to basically liking a foreign language band. Huh. Because there's no, there's no rhyme or re- reason towards memorizing these lyrics. I mean, it's just it's, it's line after line of, of unrelated nonsense. And
0: that's fine. I love it. Radiohead is considered, what, the best band of the, the last 20 years. And, and Tom York fully admits that he will write lyrics based solely on how words sound together. Yeah. You know, if something sounds cool, he's going to go with it. If it doesn't make sense, well, if it sounds cool, he'll still go with it, you know? I mean, he's a brilliant guy, but nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's one of Duran Duran's strengths. Uh, Sean Barry said uh arcadia is just as much a, a duran duran album as any of the others that have three original members involved for me the first three albums arcadia so red the rose and uh all you need is now make up my top five there you go wow. Top 5 God,
1: i'm not a big fan of arcadia i got i don't, I don't know why maybe I should the even lovely list, uh...
0: and talented janet mccabe with the sexy facebook picture said my ranking changes with my mood but right now i'd rank it top three Behind Rio and their debut album, I read this morning that All You Need Is Now is number four on the UK independent label chart, and that their Greatest Hits album had re-entered the UK charts at number 37.
1: Janet McCabe, who's like a longtime friend of mine, is the luckiest Duran Duran fan in the world. She won the the, the band's contest to see them live in Milan, Italy. Oh, that's cool. Couldn't find anyone to go with, went by herself. Oh, Milan, Italy.
0: really? Janet McCabe? Yeah. All that
1: charm. I know. The looks. Gets back... One week later, wins an award to wins a a contest to see Duran Duran play live on one of the one of the late night shows. I forget which one. It might have been Kimmel. So literally, I think right now she's out in L. A. Waiting to see Duran Duran again play live. She did. Somebody going with her this time? Yeah, I hope so. My gosh, (laughs) how hard is it to give away? She's been. She's been
0: very critical of me at times, but you know I've forgiven her and I I celebrate her victory.
1: Buffoonery is a a word that comes to mind when she describes. Where
0: would you rank? uh, All you need
1: is now. Fifth, maybe. I actually had my own list. Um, I thought about it for a while, and here is the official uh, Stuck in the 80s top five list of Duran Duran albums. Number one Rio from 1982. Can't go wrong with
0: Rio at number one. So
1: many hits Rio, Hungry Like the Wolf, Hold Back the Rain, New Religion, Save a Prayer of the Chauffeur. Really, I yeah, mean, if you're going to. sick. You know, people think of um, it wasn't even the first album I owned by them. But it's by far the gold standard.
0: I have this on vinyl. I'm going to listen to it tonight. Fantastic. my underpants.
1: Are you ready for number two? Yes. From 1981, their debut album, Duran
0: Duran. I just love the sound of this record so much that I think I would have flipped and put this one, Uh. number one. But I respect your choice. You know what? You I
1: mean, Rio is kind of Really, like, it's like one in 1.5. Yeah. Um, I think what gives me the nod is just I love songs like Hold Back the Lane, New Religion, The Chauffeur off of Rio, and Girls on Film, to me, I don't really ever need to what? hear that again. Oh,
0: that's sexy. That's groinal. Admit that's groinal.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, again, I don't like it so much anymore. Huh. The whole hype over like the, over the video, the whole hype over the video, like... You know the the one that they can Oh, can't the x ray Yeah, like, I had that on DVD. It's somewhere. like it's not that good. I mean, is it? Uh, do you see boobies? I don't remember what. You don't see anything really. I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. You know, it's the age of the internet, man. That's nothing. What's your number three? Number three from 1983 is Seven and the Ragged Tiger. I will still never forget my mom for not letting me see uh, Duran Duran on this tour with my girlfriend Lisa. Dirty Elisa, I call her. Dirty oh, dirty. She Elisa. smoked.
0: Oh, I like them. I like them like that. Um, Seven of the Ragged Tiger, to me, it got a little bit uh, self-parody. Uh, I don't really care about New Moon on Monday, oh. the Union of the State, Snake, uh, but I do like the Reflex. I like that remix. It might be it
1: worth down. it for that song alone. The, the bad songs on Ragged Tiger are as bad as they get. That's the problem with this album. Wow.
0: Yeah, they probably rushed it too. I mean, after Rio, that's that's three albums
1: in three years. Yeah, nobody does that anymore. And
0: then your number four, you really you jump ten years. Yeah,
1: are you ready? Number four from nineteen ninety three, the so called Wedding Album.
0: Love this album. Love this album. Too Much Information is an underrated classic. Ordinary World, Come Undone. Yeah. Good for them. Some of
1: their best songs. I mean, I can listen to Come Undone every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so number five, and if I had
0: to Come pick- Come Undone, the Sean Daly story. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We'll get to that in our second Yeah, episode. if
1: I had to pick something over All You Need Is Now for number five, I guess I'd have to pick Notorious from 1986. But you know what? If I hear the song Notorious one more time-
0: Let's hear it anyway.
1: Son of a bitch. Just for that, you know what? Time for our next news item. Sean Daly is now a single man again.
0: (laughs) It's a big news item. Um, Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, Those uh,
1: who had the (laughs) over-under...
0: (laughs) No pun intended. Yeah. Um,
1: Should have gone with the over.
0: Yes. Uh, Out of respect for all parties involved, I am indeed a single man again. Um, uh, And to listeners who were put off or um, aghast or shocked by my dating history, uh, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for anything. It was actually a really good relationship for a while. But I'm sorry if you were made uncomfortable, you know. Like I guess that's still an apology, but...
1: You know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I yeah. just, I'm a- The
0: world needs rock stars, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that wasn't a rock star relationship.
0: <laughs> yes, it was.
1: No, it wasn't. It was, anyway. It was, something, it was sadder than that. I had genuine emotion involved.
0: I, I am like, my life is a total absolute 100% disaster these right days.
1: Right now it is.
0: And you actually I wish we could give. tell it people everything. No. We just can. not <laughs> oh. maybe we'll have maybe we'll just have all the love. Here, here. <gasps> that would be a great two-parter. What? Sean and Steve's love history and what we do is we bring in like five of yours. Oh god. Now out of respect to and that we wouldn't do that and you know, we wouldn't have to there. So maybe we'll just do mine and then we'll bring in like five of mine and it'll just be like, maybe good therapy for me. You think I need to go away for a while. Yeah. To some sort of rehab. Or, you know. <laughs> or Vegas. Um, or Vegas.
1: Should we ask the readers for advice on what you, your next move should be? Should, a, should Sean take three months off with no women whatsoever?
0: Well, we know, I, we know I, I'm not going to do that. I know.
1: But at least you, they could say you should try. B, <laughs> should Sean <laughs> jump right back into the dating pool and start dating women his own age?
0: Wait, what's my own age? I'll give you, what, what do you... Give me... What's a plus minus
1: scenario? I'll give you minus 12. Really? So you can go all the way down. 29? 29. I warn you, though, 29-year-old women have marriage on the mind. Be Steve, careful with those. Do you
0: want to tell me your theory? What's your theory about
1: about love and romance and women? I have a theory. Oh, all women are psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the record with that. It's tattooed you across my chest. Current girlfriends don't like it so much when you tell them that theory. No, no, no. Sorry.
0: No, sorry. no have, all women are psycho and
1: girl. all men are, are a-holes. It's just a matter of... Well, I wish,
0: I wish all my uh, previous paramours the best of luck and sorry that, you know.
1: <laughs> Again, your standard issue apology. Sorry it didn't work out. <laughs> I wish you the best. Hey,
0: listen, I'll be honest, okay? Now, um, I'll be honest, I, I'm a bag of snakes. Would, do you think, if you were a woman, you know, and sometimes I think about you in a wig and nice. do you think it's easy dating me?
1: No. No. It's awful. Probably, yeah.
0: And without bringing up other names, when some when another
1: uh, you need paramorph- a specific kind of woman. That's the problem. You need someone who can kind of handle the BS and yet massage the ego at the same time. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, yeah. All and right, you well. need to be dirty.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I usually don't have problems with that.
1: You gotta get. You gotta. You know what you gotta shed. The, you gotta tone down the psycho level. What are you talking about? Date women that are a little bit more sane.
0: Uh, but, but I'm not sane. Where's the fun in that? You can't
1: both be insane.
0: It's not insane. It's passion. Uh. Let's wrap up 80s News Now.
1: You know what always wraps it up? The, the seggies. seggies. Ah, the mystical refrained reader mailbag. And hey, remember, when we do these 80s n- News Now shows.
0: Which people are really starting to like.
1: They're starting to come around. Uh, we only do one seggy.
0: Yeah, we give them, what, and we, we're not sure what seggy it's going to be. It just depends. A letter, a PPTMN. Which, PPTMN would have been ideal yeah. for today's Duran Duran. You want not just play
1: it anyway? <laughs> P-P-T-M-N. PPTMN! So I'll, please, please tell me now, Sean Daly. Yeah, what's, the, um, what's the over-under PM. on you falling off the wagon? How soon before you fall madly in love with a new woman? You yeah. rebound, right?
0: Jonesy had me pick like three days the other day. I, who knows? I, I need to go away for a while. You do. Really? Like this would be a good time for me to commit some sort of crime that puts me in jail <laughs> for four weeks, you know. I be come strong. out, I, yeah, I come out. I, I hit the, the the weights, you know. I would hit the yard, <laughs> with some <laughs> weights because yeah, I gotta be tough. I don't I think you the do so well. Tattoos. Yeah, I don't think you oh, my, do God, so well. How in I'm hairless. How popular would I be in prison? Really popular. I'd be prom queen. Anyway, today's um, uh, today's letter is from Weary Bear from uh, Altamont Springs, Florida. Am it's I, a sad am one. I pr- Pronounce that right, Altamont. Yeah. And, and weary bear and then this is kind of an appropriate uh letter for today not so much the duran duran stuff but you know me being single again and steve being robustly in love um are we are we ever going to be on the same page at the same time oh, i don't know i don't think the show would be good i think the no. show yeah thrives People can't stand of, with
1: that someone has to be unhappy your balance
0: uh greetings uh sean and steve i just wanted to thank you for assisting me and getting through the past two years of hell Oh, back in the summer of 2009, my wife of more than 20 years felt that she would rather live in my house with her boyfriend than with me. <sighs> in the process of divorcing her, I found myself um, financially destroyed and severely depressed. Everything is gone. My marriage and family, my house, savings, credit, 40 years of personal possessions, and over 20000 of what, what little money I had left. That's how much it cost to defend myself both in the divorce and in her false reports. Three things got me through these dark days. Lots of prayer, lots of vodka, and listening to your wonderful podcasts over and over again. Your Stuck in the 80s shows provided a wonderful distraction during those times when I really needed to smile, when I really needed to chill out, when I really needed a reminder that my my life wasn't always so complicated. Last weekend I attended my 25th high school reunion. I was happy to see all my friends and wish, like anything that I could go back in time and enjoy that wonderful decade again. I want a second shot at reliving my teenage years in the perfect decade to do so. We had it so good back then. No war to deal with, a growing economy, great music, TV, and movies. It was a teenager's dream. The world was ours to squander. Oh well, if I can't live in the past, at least I can relive it with you guys that stuck in the 80s. Weary Bear, Altamont Springs, Florida. Well, we we're very, very sorry that you're going through all these uh, tough times. Hopefully, you're, you're, you're pulling yourself out of them now. And we're very happy that we could provide some sort of entertainment and laughs. We love hearing that, you know. Uh, one thing I will say is that uh, for as much as we celebrate the 80s, uh, we really hope that uh, you can kind of celebrate 2011, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it's great to go back, and we love going back. But, um, you know... There's a lot of good stuff going on now, too, and I hope that, uh, I hope that you find that. I love lots of bread, <laughs> lots of vodka. That's kind of <laughs> badass. I got into it last night. Weird Bear, if it makes you feel any better, um, yeah, I went through uh, a pretty good sized bottle of Crown. Last night. Not all of it, but almost. And, and yet this morning, it was the full bag of munchos <laughs> I ate that I think is causing more damage. I can't really feel my tongue uh, at this You know,
1: point. we haven't had anybody send us munchos in a while. Nobody we- sends us snacks. Weary Bear, if you send us your address, we will send you some autographed munchos.
0: Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, Weary Bear, send us your address, we'll and send we will give you some stuff to help you get you through the I'll the make you a night. personal
1: mixtape of Get Happy songs.
0: Oh, that's really nice. That's um, nice, Steve. I think I have
1: a couple that I've used for myself every time I break up with somebody. But seriously... I am the king of mixtapes of happy '80s songs, and I will be—I will be proud. Are you really gonna do that? Of, of course. That'd be really, really nice. Weary bears gotta send me his address, though.
0: Okay, I have a lot of blank uh, CDs. I do too.
1: We'll send, you them, to. we'll send them. You, you can each send him one. Yeah. You can like send your new nouveau crap that no one listens to, <laughs> and I'll crap. send them the good stuff. Oh, so there you go. Interesting show today. You know, I like your idea that what you really need is to hang on to uh, 2011. And I think, in a way, maybe that's kind of what Duran Duran is saying with the title track, All You Need Is Now. Yeah. So maybe what we ought to do is close up this show, close up some wounds, listen to some Duran Duran, tell Weary Bear that All You Need Is Now, and Sean Daly and I will remain here, firmly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes.
0: That's like your best ending ever. You almost lost your shit, didn't you? You were getting a little emotional. You realized how good it was. That John Taylor story, I started to tell that. I was like, I was seriously... I like, know, I, I could
1: tell. I was like, he's teetering. <laughs>